0: Patriots hit the bye week with a big win over the Colts at home. They're at 5-4, and four, take on the Jets next Sunday. I am Chris Ryan. This is the Press Pass. So Patriots defense last couple weeks has really taken the day, both in the game in Jersey against the Jets, and then the 26-3 triumph over the Indianapolis Colts. Patriots offense wasn't able to get much going. They were aided by the defense, also special teams in this contest. We're hear from Mac Jones on that coming up in just a little bit. But, Patriots defense flat out phenomenal. Pick six from Jonathan Jones. Nine sacks matched the franchise high. Three sacks apiece for Matthew Judon as well as Josh Uche. That tied the most sacks ever in a single game for the New England Patriots. It's been a great start to the season for Matthew Judon, who leads all NFL defensive players in sacks by a significant margin. He has 12. Here's Judon. Hey, Matthew, just. On uh, your season to date, it seems like your, your performance has been pretty consistent, obviously. Um, and your motor is a huge part, obviously, the uh, the covered sacks as well. What? How would you describe what the season's been like for you so far and the importance of your motor?
1: Uh, the season has uh, been ups and downs. Uh, Slate kind of talked to us about uh, struggling. and right, And so when you're struggling, and you have like individual success, but like you're not getting the wins you want or whatever, you find out who you are and you find out what kind of teammates you are. And I'm the type, we could have won the same game, we could have had the same game and I could have had no stats. Uh, U- Uch, uh, Daniel, Wise, Anthony, they could all had the stats and I would have came up here excited the same way. Uh, and that's what type of player I am. Uh, and that's so, I, like I'm having success on the season. Uh, that's what my team needs me to do. That's what I'm going to continue to do. But it's all about the wins and losses for me. It's all about, it's all about striving for something bigger than myself. And so uh, that's what I'm going to continue to do. And if I have sacks in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to enjoy it and we're going to celebrate and we going to celebrate as a team.
0: For the Patriots offense, not really impressive. Their lone touchdown came after a punt block by Jonathan Jones, which basically put him on the doorstep. Mac Jones, nice pass to Ramondre Stevenson. Jones was sacked four times, didn't throw any interceptions, and it was another rough day for a patchwork offensive line. Here's Mac Jones' takeaways on the victory over the Colts.
2: In offense, we want to score on every possession, and we want to score touchdowns, um, and Sometimes when we don't do that, we get a little frustrated, myself included, but at the end of the day, it's about controlling the ball. Um, when we don't turn the ball over, our statistics are really good to win the game. Um, sometimes that's hard to realize, um, but we talk about that internally all the time. And when we do that, we, we usually win. So definitely some things I'm sure I'll see on film that you want to have back, but at the same time, you got to move the ball and we got to eliminate some of those negative plays. And we're just in long yard situations just way too often and it's the NFL like these guys are pretty good so if you put yourself behind the sticks your percentages plummet it is what it is but you got to fight through it and uh, figure out a way to be better on first and second down and then that helps you on third down so
0: just two things off of that you mentioned, uh, what guys are talking about as well—the negative yardage, where the penalties are, yeah. um, and also the consistency factor. Where, how do you get better in those in those two areas? Two areas specifically.
2: Yeah, I think it, it starts in practice, um, and I feel like we have a really good group of guys, and we need to make this our thing. It's it's all right. We need to take it personal for the offense that we're getting too many penalties, or you know, I'm missing a guy here or there, or whatever it is. Like we need to just nail that down and find out the issues and just create, you know, there's there's problems obviously, clearly, and we just want to fix anything with a solution. Um, and I feel like we've done a good job of that, but we really need to pick that up to beat, you know, some really good teams here coming up. So we know what it takes. Um, we have good players, we got good coaches. So it's a, it's a group effort, everyone being on the same page and um, coming together and, you know, every day at practice, that's all you can control, right? You have to line up, do your job, whether that's block somebody, whether I have to hand it off, throw it, whatever, change the play. So it's all an individual effort, but at the same time, when you get 11 people on the same page, all that stuff will, will look a lot better.
0: Smack Jones right there. Patriots hit the kind of unofficial halfway point of the season, 17 games. They actually hit halfway point of the season, halftime of the Colts game, but whatever. Patriots five and four. They head into a matchup against the Jets next week. So I talked with Patriots head coach Bill Belichick about where things are at
3: Morning Bill, how are you? Hey Chris, good.
0: Just wanted to get your upshot on where things are at with the team you know through obviously non games heading into the buy. and you mentioned earlier this year that it takes time obviously to get a feel for who your team is. Do you feel like you you know at this point or is that still being
1: developed?
3: Well every week it's a little bit different because the the new team that you play and the matchups and so forth but Yeah, we certainly know a lot more about our team after nine regular season games than we did uh, back in, you know, September after three preseason games. So this will give us a good chance here in the next few days to uh, look a little closer and find some areas that uh, we can improve in, um, you know, as we go forward, and uh, hopefully that will help us.
0: Who do you feel that the team is at this point? I'm sorry? Who do you like? Who, what do you feel like the obviously your identity is always wanting to do whatever it takes to win. But do you have a sense for you know how good this this team is, their potential, you know, et cetera?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, we we've had good moments and bad moments over the course of the season. I think the big thing is has been a consistency. Um, and that's shown up a little bit in all three phases of the game. So, you know, between the coaching staff and and the players and. And, you know, just a consistent performance, uh, play in and play out, week in and week out. Um, I think that's really the biggest biggest challenge for us uh, moving forward.
0: I'm going to talk about Judon for a second. Obviously, there's a lot of focus on his ability to get to the quarterback and how he affects the game in the pass rush. But how about Judon against the run? And what's special about somebody that just kind of seems to have that innate ability to find the ball and how impactful is it for you?
3: Yeah, I thought Jupe really played a run well against uh, Indianapolis, kind of started on that first play where they ran the stretch play into him, and, uh, you know, set a, a good edge on that a couple other times during the game. I think Mills ended up making the tackle. But, um, you know, just doing a good job on the end of the line of scrimmage, forcing the ball back inside to uh, LG and uh, Godshaw and Bentley and those guys back in there it's, um you know, key part of that job for the defensive end, uh slash outside linebacker. So, um, you know, he's a Jews an instinctive player. Um he does have a good good job of um you know getting vision on the ball and also you know taking the right angle or the right uh making the right decision based on where the blocker is, where the ball is how fast the runner's going, what angle he's at, and so forth. It's just um Those are football skills that are that are hard to that are hard to coach because they happen so fast. And it's just a decision that a player has to make on the field in a split second.
0: And also just how do you feel about the depth in regard to your secondary at this point as well, where really going back to Patrick Chung, but seems more predominant over the last couple of years, you've been very comfortable sort of having a third linebacker using whether it's you know, Duggar or Peppers recently, you know, in in that spot. So the depth and also what's the thinking there in, in regard to having somebody that's more of a safety size, but maybe as physical as a linebacker playing, you know, that outside spot.
3: Uh, right. Well, we, we play a lot of people on defense um, at all three spots, secondary, linebacker, and, uh, and the front. So... I'd say probably as many as anybody in the league. Uh, but, you know, players that deserve to play will get an opportunity to play. And, and I think that rotation keeps everybody involved and, you know, keeps everybody fresh. And sometimes those roles get divided up based on the matchups uh, that we're seeing and the personnel group that we have on the field um, uh, to go against uh, certain offensive personnel groups. Um, and some of it's just rotational to, as I said, keep everybody involved and, and keep. Um, you know, give give them some different things to look at and different type body types or different skill sets to look at uh, to have to block and and defend against. Um, so it's it's really a combination of both, but it's it's a luxury to have, and we're very fortunate to have you know a, a good number of those players and um, and a lot of them playing the kicking game as well too. So they're getting snaps on defense as well as special teams, and you know that helps balance out our team and um, gives us good. I'll say good depth at both spots, good depth in the kicking game, and also good depth, you know, um, defensively, you know, you lose a player like Cody Davis, um, you know, who was on every special teams unit or, or even a player like Montgomery earlier in the year uh, and you have to replace him on, you know, three or four special teams units, uh, each that's. Start running into a lot of players. hard to find one player to come in and do that. So a lot of times that those jobs roll into, um, everybody picks up one more unit or picks up one more thing and and you divide it that way, but you need multiple players to be able to do that. And so, um, you know, we've, we've kind of been able to manage that. Uh, So that's again, the depth in those units really help us out. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Let's go inside the locker room now after the Patriots victory at Gillette stadium over the Indianapolis Colts Tale of two sides, the ball offense, not so good defense Really good. Let's start on the defensive side and talk with Patriot safety Kyle Duggar. How do you feel like this was the best overall defense performance of the year, you know, collectively, the cohesiveness, co- the, uh, the ability to get to the quarterback?
4: Um, I will not want to slap that kind of label on it. I think it was a really good one, but I think you know we're in the middle of the season and we got a lot of games left to play. So it definitely was a, a good collective performance, but I wouldn't call it the best or anything like that. How about the ability to get to the quarterback today? What went into
0: that? Obviously, you guys have elite pass rushers, but collectively, what allowed for you guys to get to the quarterback the way you did uh, tying a franchise record?
4: Um, The D-line was just, they were doing, they were going crazy, you know, with their games, and they were, you know, executing, executing very well, and that's really what it came down to. Um, They were executing, they were making plays, so feels like the last two weeks this defense has had a little more of a
0: physical identity. Like you and, and Peppers in the back end, obviously the guys up front. Do you feel like you've made a little more of a mark with the physicality over the last couple weeks?
4: Uh, nah, um, actually didn't play last week, but I wouldn't say uh, is anything more. I mean, we know we got to be physical. We try to be physical at all times. So uh, we just try to keep that level of play up as far as being physical, and we're going to try to keep it up as long as we out there. How would you describe what Judon's doing this year? Um, it's, it's really, uh, it's great to see. It's, it's special. I say that. That's the best way to describe it. it's special. Um, and I hope he continues to play well and stay healthy and things like that. So it's definitely special to see.
0: It seems like his motor is insane. Where the, the play may extend for a while, but he gets the quarterback late on a lot of those sacks as well. As opposed to you know just getting through or fighting, finding a spot to, to get to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He just he keeps with it.
4: Yeah, he definitely uh, his motor. is Always running, just like his mouth. Um, he always going, going, keep, keep the play alive. He going, you know, always be in pursuit, and it definitely pays off. You mentioned his mouth always running.
0: It seems like whether it's good times or bad times, like he always has, you know, that high energy. And is that good for, you know, for a team to have somebody that's constantly
4: up no matter what the situation is? Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, there are times where you got to look, you look for energy and where to, where they get it from, and. But to have a guy that's consistently you know giving that energy and being a source of that is always great so
0: special teams Marcus Jones has been really really good since taking over as the lead kick returner both in the punting game and the kicking game his numbers are amongst the best in the NFL both in terms of the kicking game and punt return side of things as well here is Marcus Jones. Just, Marcus, how much more comfortable are you now as a punt and kick returner, You know, say back in the Green Bay game, where it feels like the decision-making, finding the gaps, all that has kind of come together for you?
5: Um, It's definitely one of those things to where you get more comfortable as time keeps going. So definitely happy to be able to get more and more reps as time come on and everything like that because being back there is just – the more comfortable you are, the more that you can see things and trust your blockers and your teammates and everything.
0: What does it mean to you to be impacted winning? Like We could point to a couple kick returns each game, particularly the punts game, where you've made an impact enough for the offense to you know, put points on the scoreboard.
5: Yeah, my main thing is just however I can help the team, I'm down for it. So however I can help the offense get great field position, I'm, I'm going to do it.
0: How do you feel you've you know improved overall um, since the, the Green Bay game, and, and how much obviously practice played a role in your decision making?
5: The main thing is, um, I definitely say uh, just trusting in my teammates. That's the main thing. You know, not saying that I didn't have trust before, but just making sure the scheme is right and everything. Coach has the great schemes most of the time, and then just sticking to it and making sure that. I'm catching the ball, making sure I got the good ball security and everything like that, and just hitting the seams where they are.
0: How would you describe what that, like, particularly on a punt return, where, like, everything's coming at you, like, you're waiting on the ball, so you have to be poised enough to catch the ball and make the play,
5: but then, like, obviously you got to put the motor on and anything can happen. It's an adrenaline rush that I love. So, I've been doing it for a long time. And like I said, you got to have trust in your teammates because while the ball's in the air, the opposing team is trying to come down there. And definitely, they're coming down there fast. So, just it's adrenaline rush that I definitely love. And just, I love the game. So,
0: so where the things sit for the Patriots. So, they head to the bye. I talked with Jacoby Myers. Jacoby, just your thoughts on where things sit going into the bye week at five and four and kind of the growth of this group through what's been obviously a
6: challenging season at times. Mm. Oh, shit. I'm happy it's not four and five, you know. I was happy we got the dub today. I feel like we still got a lot to learn from, you know what I mean? It's, it's good plays out there, and there's definitely a lot of bad plays out there that we can get better, you know what I mean? Things that are in our control that we can fix. So I'm excited for the growth. It feels like the offense continues
0: to kind of be challenged in terms of finding that chemistry and cohesion. Mm. Can you point to anything at all as to why that's? Because obviously, guys have a lot of talent. It's all there, but it doesn't seem like it's connected, which is obviously a negative and positive in that Mm. the growth is potentially there Mm. for the remaining
6: eight games. Uh, Just a lot of negative plays right now, you know what I mean? So, whether it's penalties, fumbles, um, MAs, you know what I mean? We just got a lot of bad football out there, but at the same time, we got some good football out there, so like I said, this you got to be able to take the good with the bad, and just learn from the bad, and I feel like we got guys who are eager to learn from the bad, so our heads are high.
0: Yeah, final thing, like, this game felt like you grinded a lot, like, you came behind center for a play, like, you mm-hmm. do whatever it took to try to to manage the game, particularly once you got the, got the lead, so how do you look at this game, kind of, as a whole, as an offense? We got it done.
6: Shout out to that defense, man, you know what I mean, first and foremost, shout out to them, but... We won, you know what I mean? And like I said, we'll, we'll learn from the mistakes, but we're excited, and we're going to go to the bye week and celebrate it.
0: Here's john Smith. Headed into the bye at five and four, winners of four to the last five. What do you like about the trajectory of the team right now?
6: Um, you know, we five and four. We overcame some adversity, you know, had, you know, these past couple games, you know, bounced back, and, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of getting back on that track that we kind of envisioned ourselves, you know, prior to the season. So, Everything is out there for us, and uh, you know I'm sure we're heading to the bye week with confidence.
0: How do you see the offense right now? I felt like there's kind of a grinding you gave yeah. you guys.
6: Yeah, definitely a lot, a lot, a, a lot more plays left out on the field that you know we could have definitely made. Um, you know, but that like I, like I, you know, like I know we'll get it addressed, and you know we'll continue to improve.
0: And do you feel like there's that still that chemistry that's kind of missing from the offense, where it, with cohesiveness? Like, what do you feel is can you can put your finger on? What's kind of
6: missing is just you know, uh, just all eleven guys, just you know, just not being on the same page on one play, and that could be the difference between a touchdown and you know a negative five. You know what I mean? A negative play for negative five. So it's just uh, you know having the uh, consistency, you know, with all eleven guys.
0: I'll check with the Patriots coaches now, starting with Matt Patricia. Wanted to ask you. A little bit about where things are at for you here in uh week nine obviously whenever you're doing anything new it takes some time to to grow into it just where are you at in terms of uh comfort and calling and plays and you know, do you feel comfortable now um in that role
7: yeah no I appreciate that um you know it's a good question because I think right now is a good time for us during the bye week to we evaluate a lot from some of the things that we've done in the first half of the year and Obviously, the things that we're going to have to do going into the second half of the year. And, and certainly, that's a good opportunity for me to kind of reflect on that, too. And, um, you know, our process as a staff, my process trying to get ready for games with, with uh, you know, all those different things, too. So um, certainly, I think every week, you know, you, you get a little bit more comfortable in some areas. Some other things pop up as the season goes um, because, you know, there's things that uh, present themselves maybe differently every single week based on the teams that you play. Um, so, you know, that's a great learning experience for me. Um, But uh, just really, I'd say the the best part that's, you know, been great is just kind of working with, you know, the staff and the players and and the quarterbacks and the offensive line and just kind of really, you know, trying to develop and grow what we're doing, you know, and, and be able to try to change that week to week when we need to. Uh, obviously, as the teams, uh, you know, everyone gets better as the season goes on. I think everyone's trying to improve. So we're seeing some different challenges here, which is which is fun. And uh, we'll see some new ones going forward. So just continually trying to take those steps to improve every single week is is really the focus.
0: Here's Joe Judge. Hey, Joe, how are you? Good, Yo, Chris, what's going on, man? Uh, everything's good. So just on, on Mac, uh, obviously, last week, uh, no interceptions for him. You noted that, obviously, um, as a positive. Um, and he's been trying to keep things more simple, it appears. What have just been your thoughts on where he's been at kind of in in doing that and trying to keep things simple and, and making the right decisions?
8: Yeah, I think Mac's done a really good job for us these last few weeks really managing the game. And that's, you know, I think sometimes that gets thrown out there in a negative connotation. You know, when Mac has an opportunity to push the ball down the field, take a shot, make plays, he does it. And he's been very good for us in that realm. You know, but you have to also understand the flow of the game of how the defense is playing, the kicking game's going, what are the other elements that factor into how you're playing the game that day. And staying within, you know, what we're calling, what we're doing, and staying within the drive of what's needed at the time. I think he's done a really good job of communicating the sidelines and making adjustments, but then really keeping the team, you know, out of some negative positions. And I talked last time, you know, we had this press conference about the things you don't see, things that don't show up on stat sheets. And, you know, Max really done a really good job of growing within that, you know, keeping the team in the right position.
0: I thought he brought up something that's interesting in that he doesn't like to look at the stills during the game because it does, doesn't present the reality of the situation that he sees, you know, in the pocket. So as a coach, like how do you try to present the reality of, you know, the situation um, when the quarterback doesn't like to use the, whatever data that's presented to him in the game?
8: No, you know, it's a very valid point. And, you know, as coaches as well, you look at the stills sometimes, you turn the tape on the next day and you say, okay, I look completely different on the still picture. To me, it's just about gathering information. And because we're allotted to have pictures, you got to take what that information gives you. You try to connect the dots on the pictures, not to mention you know, what your eyes saw within the play. And then it's not about staring at a tablet together. It's about communicating, hey, listen, this is the coverage they're playing on this down distance. Hey, look, this is a look that we maybe identify post-snap they're getting to or pre-snap an to an So you try to share that kind of information and if you do your work throughout the week, watch enough tape together, a lot of times it doesn't take a picture to explain what's going on out there. You know, and I'd say the most valuable information that we get is from the players. You know, we're looking at still shots, but really when they come back and they tell you what they're seeing out there or how someone's playing a certain technique or a certain matchup, that's really the best information we can get throughout
0: a game. Thanks, appreciate it. No problem. Also caught up with Gerard Mayo. Hey, Gerard, how are you?
9: I'm doing well, Chris. How are you?
0: Awesome. Um, when you do reflect upon what you've seen through the first nine weeks, what do you see from this this defense and do you have a sense for who you guys are?
9: Yeah, you know, um, I would say, first of all, you know, the, the main thing that we just have to get better at is just being consistent. You know, it's uh, it's almost like night and day sometimes when we're out there on the field and we're, you know, we're harping on consistency and that's what we need to see going forward. Whether it's you know in the pass game in the run game or, you know wh- whatever it is, and then also uh, just trying to help the special teams as far as field position and being able to hold the you know hold the field position when we get it. So those are definitely things that, that we're going to focus on going forward.
0: Do you feel like you've been more consistent in the pass game than the run game? And obviously we've talked a lot about you know quarterbacks and mobile quarterbacks the challenges they've you know, provided for your group for your group. What do you what do you sense in terms of where you've been more consistent perhaps than another?
9: um you're saying like where where do we need to be more consistent do
0: you, do you feel like the passing game has been more consistent than the, yeah, than the
9: right you know I, I would uh you know those quarterbacks that we faced over the first let's say you know half of the season there are a lot of guys in there who are pretty athletic and anytime you have an athletic quarterback or they get in wildcat they're always plus one as far as that na- you know they have an extra guy and so um you know, it's always difficult playing against guys like that. And look, looking out the front windshield, we're going to play athletic quarterbacks going forward, right? We're going to play athletic quarterback with the Jets. We're going to play an athletic quarterback with the Cardinals. Like, as you look forward, um, those are definitely areas that we need to improve in. Thanks. Thanks, Chris.
0: Draw it. Mayo right there. Patriots and Jets on the 20th at 1 p.m. In Foxborough, We haven't gotten to too much of the Celtics or Bruins so far because we've been heavily focused on the Pats, but those teams extremely impressive. Bruins best in the Eastern Conference out of the gate at 12-2. and two. They beat the Flames 3-1 inside TD Garden, handing Calgary their seventh straight loss on Thursday. They're in Buffalo tonight to take on the Sabres. Celtics continue to look good as well. They played the Denver Nuggets last night inside TD Garden. That's going to do it for the Press Pass today. More on the Patriots coming up next week, including Ramondre Stevenson and Lawrence Guy. It's the Press Pass. I'm Chris Ryan.